Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of LGA. That is Lit Gaming Arena. For those of you who don't know, I'm Marcus, and to my right is Justin, our audio engineer expert on the knobs. That's me. And to my left is Frost. <laughs> is uh, Frost, whatever. <laughs> Let's get to it! All right, well, let's get into episode 17. The of news. The podcast. Oh. After no. like a million years of yep. uh, missing out on, on you guys, we missed you, by yep. the way. Well, yeah, there's still episodes because I'm behind on putting no stuff out. No podcast in terrible. April. I'm Have fun with that really old and sour Ooh, news. Yeah. Anyway, so you can follow us on Twitter at Lit Gaming Arena and on Instagram at Lit Gaming Arena. And we're back on Facebook, which is uh, Lit Gaming Arena CO. That's what, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's facebook.com slash Lit Gaming Arena CO, which of course stands for Colorado. Um, and not company. Yeah, not company. We're not, <laughs> we're not Lit Gaming Arena company. We're Lit Gaming Arena LLC. Yeah get it yeah, right this is le real legit company right here the real the most legit amateur video game podcast we legally we are not <laughs> amateurs we're, we're legal yeah we're no we're legal i wanted to be illegal you want to be illegal well i i mean uh no everything's legit nothing we we own i want to be under the table, we, under even, the table. Uh, we even own the software i'll drink you under the table we even own you Ooh, we, we own the news. We no, own. We, no, all, we don't. We own. We own. We, we predict the news. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we have an exciting announcement to make today, which is already it's already underway. Anyway, it's going to be happening by the time you hear this episode. Anyway, like three but, weeks from now. But we're 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 talking about it now. So take it away, Frost. This is so exciting and suddenly unexpected that you tossed it into my lap to talk about right now. It's like Esports Corner, but right now we're talking about All Hands on Deck. Uh, so I launched my own podcast because some of you think it's funny that I don't like this podcast. I do. I like this podcast, but no, she hates this podcast. <laughs> my 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 level of enthusiasm is different between this one and this new one. She has to I go launched. off and start her own thing. She hates us. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is my resignation. Goodbye. Uh, no, I. This is a 100% man only podcast now. Gross. Have fun getting <laughs> Gross. <followers>. That's sexist. <laughs> 100% Everybody trans knows. only podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Congratulations, Marcus. <laughs> well, congratulations, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're all transitioning as of today. Uh, so, my podcast is by fangirls for fangirls where we hey i made that saying up by man girls for man girls <laughs> there's hardly ever any podcasts out there that talk about anime and manga dojinshi fan fiction on the level that me and my friends have like in-depth disgusting pieces of shit conversations on so i wanted to be out there to give other people that content that I wish existed. So in our podcast, we talk about anime, manga, doujinshi, uh, 
movies movies um tv shows yeah i guess some tv shows game of thrones no because no i'm the only one that watches game of thrones in the all hands on deck cast well then you should spoil it for everybody i mean i might you know (laughs) so we just launched it today the end of april we talk about aria and you want me to introduce my podcast or what, you fuck? Yeah. I wanted to be on the podcast, but I'm not allowed. No, you are no allowed. Men, Do you want to be on it? No men allowed. I no, just assumed you didn't want to. No Because we talk about, allowed. like, literally it's anything the girls and playhouse. everything. Ooh, yeah. So Pee- I'm looking Pee-wee's for sponsorships that are, like, adult toys. Hit me up. Because I will sponsor. Fleshlight. Come on. Come yeah, at us. Yeah. I mean. It's, like, it's an explicit adults-only kind of podcast where... Couple, uh, some of the subjects we'll talk about is like, what it means to be a Fujoshi, which means what 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 is, what does it mean to be a perverted fangirl that likes boy on boy action or boy love stuff, or like in Dojinshi, which is just fan fiction porn but in a manga format. That's that's the kind of content we're looking at there. So if you're looking for something different, uh, something new, something a little bit ritzy, check us out. All hands on deck. We went on to Anchor, and I just got approved for everything else that follows after Anchor, like Spotify. and. Yeah, so where can we find this podcast on social media? Uh, my social media tags are RMS, all hands on deck, uh, on Instagram. And then my tag is RMS, all hands on deck, to follow me. But if you want to tag me in it, it's it was actually too long of a name. So it's RMS. No, it's all hands on D, <laughs> which yeah, I thought so, was fitting. So your Twitter handle is RM, at RMS, all hands on D. Yeah. And on Instagram, it's at or it's yeah at RMS, RMS. all hands on deck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so I just wanted to clarify that. And then you do you have a Facebook page yet? No, I don't have a Facebook page. Uh, but we also, but we have an email, um, RMS all hands on deck at gmail.com and a, uh, discord, which I will provide in the link below in this episode, the link below your face <laughs> that you're listening to right now. And also, um, um, if you are listening, uh, flashlight, I will, as I've said on Twitter, I've tagged at you. I will pump the shit out of a flashlight <laughs> if you give me money. I like see what demo- you're saying. Like, <laughs> like for demonstration purposes or like, are you asking them to, to imper- send you one in the mail? Up to interpretation. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying what exactly I'm going to do, but I will pump the shit out of a flashlight if they give me money. I'm a little excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably not going to give me money. Speaking, They're not listening. Speaking to you as your wife. This sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I see you across the room. God. God. You're the one that made it awkward first. You made added, it awkward. I just added to that. It's awkward. Put a little spice in that guacamole. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we've gotten that, you have anything else to say about all hands on deck? Nah. All right. Well, check us out. Well, we're, that we're 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 fun. Okay, that ship has sailed. Let's go to new games. I'm I'm an endless wealth of ship puns if you haven't seen the Instagram lately or or the Twitter lately. I I am too. So, let's let's chat me and you. Just close your eyes and embrace this moment for a second. I have a donut in my mouth, so Hey, how you doing? 
That is way too quiet. <laughs> uh, on April 27th, we have Goat Punks, which comes out on the Switch. Gym Hero Idol Fitness Tycoon, Switch. Tale of Fortune on PC. Trinity of Chaos, PC. And Cyber City on PC. On April 28th, we have Ultra Wings Flat for the Switch. Fazbear Nightmares on the PC, which I thought they were done making those, but apparently not. No, isn't there like, I think there's like a VR one. <laughs> mm, flaws and People We Love on the PC. April 30th, the end is nigh. <laughs> I'm looking to you, say it. You know you want to. Repent. The end is nigh. <laughs> uh, that's on the PlayStation 4. Fade to Silence is going to be on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox. Uh, Just Cause 4, Daredevils of Destruction, PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Black Paradox on the PlayStation 4. Fell Seal, Arbiter's Mark, PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Final Fantasy 12, Zodiac Age, Xbox and Switch. And Starlink, Battle for Atlas, Star Fox, Switch. There you go. All right. So those are all the upcoming next week releases of video games. Next yep. week, two weeks ago when I released. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that, I that, promise. That, that, I'm, was, that, was my, that was your one-on-one uh, -on -one frost time. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really working hard on trying to get the podcasts out so I can be on time again. But it's very difficult. Very hard. He spent, to be fair... He did spend a good chunk of his time making the intro song for All Hands on Deck. And if you're not interested in All Hands on Deck, that's fine. But just click on it and listen to his intro song because it's fucking amazing. It's the best intro song I've ever made. It's got lyrics? No lyrics. Aww. I mean, you can make some if you want. I'll get. Ooh, I'll, I need, I need, I need, I'll play I. the song for you later and and I'll you can write some lyrics for it. It's a really good fucking song. <laughs> I enjoyed every second of it. Um, yeah, so we should probably talk about the games we've played. It's been a while, so I, I mean, I know I've at least played some games, which is rare these days. Did you play any games, Frost? No? Yes? No? During the headlights look? No? <laughs> no? Mm, don't startle me like that. I ah. wasn't ready. You should uh. always be, be on your feet. Huh? Ah. Hmm. No, I played the game of I have children, and it was Easter, and yeah. uh, uh, I don't remember what happened the week before that. Easter's not a real holiday. It's not acknowledged by Google, so it's not a real holiday. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a real holiday when you have kids. Not a real holiday when they expect candy. That's it. it makes it a real holiday. Could you imagine if we got a day off for every time Google had a doodle? No. Okay. And my friend almost died. That was the other problem that I couldn't remember. <laughs> it was yeah. Easter and my friend almost died. Yeah, that's a shitty situation. Yeah. She's alive, awake and conscious, thanks. How has she been? She's oh, She started liking all my stuff on Facebook. Well, I guess that's something. <laughs> that's, I mean, you can't like something on Facebook when you're dead. Exactly. So. That's, the, that's, that's really... <laughs> if you can like stuff on Facebook, there's still hope. That reminds me of like the that that realtor that fell off the rims not too long ago, like almost died, and they now he's like down in like Denver doing like some serious physical rehab and everything because he had like a super traumatic like brain injury from falling off the rims. Oh shit! So, but he's is alive he like, and he's is he like the same person or is he? Uh, apparently, yeah. Like okay. he's doing like they're they're like wow he's making like there's like. It's it's super low chance that he would have ever made this type of recovery. Wow. 
That's always like a super low key kind of phobia or nightmare that I have is just having a brain injury that would change me as a person and everybody yeah. like how they perceive me. It wouldn't be me anymore. Yeah. Well, I guess and it happened like right around here, too, on this side of the, the main road. And he uh, he was walking his dog and his dog got away from him and he chased his dog right off the cliff. Yeah, I heard the story. It's crazy. First, first, the radio talk show host that talked about it got arrested. And then like a couple of days later, his best friend fell off the rims. Yeah, it was longer than that afterwards. Oh, I thought it was like a week later. Mm-mm. Anyway, I should probably I want to talk about the games I played because we'll get them out of the way faster because I didn't I Marcus has a list. He's fondling his list over there. Oh, this is just dick drawing. <laughs> <laughs> so I played Super Bomberman R. I tried that out because it was on my Game Pass list or something. Or I don't know if it was Game Pass or if it was one of the free games from Xbox Gold Live Gold or something. But I installed it. I played it for maybe 20 minutes. It was terrible. I didn't like it. Doesn't everybody like Super Bomberman, though? Yeah, I like Bomberman, but Super Bomberman R, oh. the the Bomberman game that Konami put out after they said they're not making games anymore. But you can was be all those different Bombermans. What? Was it just a pachinko machine on the on the TV? No, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I just... Did you play as that David Hayter snake Bomberman? I played as a red one. Did, did you play as the Pyramid Head Bomberman? <laughs> No, <laughs> I I mean because I was like playing the story, and I just I don't know I I feel like Super Bomberman sixty four kind of spoiled me as far as Bomberman goes. I liked the whole like three D aspect of being able to just pick up a bomb and throw it in anywhere instead of just being locked to the old school. Like I know that's what classic Bomberman is is just a grid of a maze that you just break stuff in and eventually you get to a point where you're trying to place bombs that your opponents run into. But I very much prefer the super Bomberman 64 way. So I don't know. I didn't, I didn't enjoy my time playing the Superman bomber or super, super Bomberman R version of this. I don't know. And it just kind of felt clunky to me. I kept just running into my own bombs and dying. That's probably just because I'm terrible at games. I just feel Bomberman hasn't iterated well. Like, well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying too. Is like, it feels like when you compare Bomberman 64 to this, like, I'll pick Bomberman. I mean, 64. it's not even this one. It's like every in- iteration past Bomberman 64 has been bad. Yeah. And I've never played anything past 64, so this is the first time I've played something. I didn't. I wasn't even aware they made more after that. Yeah, there's been a lot of like semi-generic ones. There was one. On the 64 that I think might have been Bomberman Heroes or something like that, but it was more of an adventure mode. Oh, okay. With Bomberman, and that's, I guess, fine, but... Yeah, like, Bomberman 64 was so much freaking fun. Like, I'd, I replayed... I mean, I usually hate replaying games, but I replayed that one so many times because it was a good time to play, and the multiplayer was really cool, too. See, and it's funny because Super uh, this uh, Bomberman R, like, sold well on Switch uh, because it was one of the, like, few launch games. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I think it's like bloated the ego of Konami on that because yeah. they're like, oh, it like performed well and like Let's make- it's a good Bomberman basically. But it's like, no, it's actually like, I mean, it is Bomberman, which is like good. But considering that game was basically a full price game. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't pay money for this because I would have regretted every second of that. 
Yeah, I don't know. They did give a lot of like content updates, like free content updates after it like performed well. But once again, it's like that was kind of a fluke just solely by virtue of there not being anything on Switch. Like I think that's yeah. both like one, two Switch and Bomberman perform outperformed because there were like no options on launch for Switch. Yeah, that's true. Because on that uh T- that top 10 list of like most selling switch games one two switch is like up there and it's like that's like hardly a game that it's a <laughs> yeah. tech demo that they decided to sell yeah i feel like every nintendo console seems to come out with some sort of tech demo game it should have just been bundled in because at yeah. least that's like the wii, wii sports. sports like wii sports is technically one of the best wii and wasn't there one for like the selling. wii u2 that came bundled Mm, yeah uh, was it nintendo land yeah i think that was it yeah yeah but then the switch didn't come bundled with anything and clearly one two switch was a tech demo of some kind that they didn't pack in yeah um yeah but other than that i mean i played a little bit more apex i'm still terrible at apex it's more or less the same i didn't buy the the battle pass because i have no way of dedicating enough time to that game to really make that worth it only 700 hours yeah no don't have that much time um so instead i started playing rocket league again (laughs) back to rocket league and i actually decided i wanted to try playing ranked again and so i jumped in the ranked and i was playing against people that were really salty actually not against people i was playing with people that were really salty my own teammates they were real assholes I had like one guy, I had two games in a row where one guy was like, one guy was like heckling his own teammates, which was, I was on his team via the text chat. And the next game, the guy was over a microphone and the first guy, like he just kept like every single time, um, I would score a goal. He would go finally and just like make like, cause he was typing, he had a keyboard or something and he would. He would actually like during kickoff, he'd still be typing a message and just be sitting there. It's like, wow, you're a real great teammate. You're typing a message to berate your own teammates and just sitting there not doing anything. And he was just basically like, say, oh, you guys suck. You teammates suck. And meanwhile, he was scoring no goals. I mean, we won the game because I scored the goals. <laughs> wow. Finally. Yeah. And then the next, <laughs> the next game, the guy over Mike. He'd like, I accidentally ran into him. And so I bumped him because I ran into him. He's like, don't run into me. Stop running into me. And I, I actually hit him. And then the other team ended up scoring a goal. He's like, look, they, they scored a goal and it was all your fault because you ran into me. And I was going to block the ball, but you ran into me. Oh my God. Like it was so like salt. And then like he, again, no goal. Maybe I think he got one goal. And then I had four. <laughs> it's... But every time I would shoot a goal, he'd be like, lucky. He's like, my team's bad. Some bad playing. Some bad team playing here. And And you still won that game, too? Yeah, I won that game. And I was, again, MVP. I had all the goals. And so I didn't have a microphone or anything. So at the end of the game, when we won, I just typed in four goals. And he was like, yeah, four goals. Great. Cool. Okay. And he was so wow he sounded like a woman he was That's, so I, I heard him say that now i, I recall this yeah uh, this you have moment. a hard carry he was he <laughs> he was so salty because he wasn't the one making the goals because every single time i make a goal lucky it was what? lucky shot get over yourself bitch yeah 
Like, if you're going to try and do that, then you need to find people who you can cooperate with. Yeah. And then maybe you can actually make it to pro. But with that attitude, you'll not, you're not going to go anywhere. So, like, I've had a lot better time with randoms on Apex than on Rocket League recently because it's, yeah, that guy was super salty and really shitty teammate. Like, again, I, I carried the team, my team both games, and I'm not even that good at Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're the best. Finally. Um, Maybe, yeah. I'm finally. A, I'm the best in bronze level. <laughs> I'm going to move up to silver and I'm going to get fucked. You'll get better teammates. All I ever see is like <laughs> you'll jump and then like miss the ball by like fucking four feet. <laughs> yeah, that's Rocket League. I'm not, I'm not Kronovi. I can't do that, that flying shit that they do. I don't the know flying how they do Dutchman? that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how this they do that shit. This is what we call the poop loop. But that's... The basically, I mean, I I think I jumped into a couple other games on that I installed, but was pretty brief, so I I can't even recall what I played. I played like five minutes of The Witness and immediately oh, was like, The Witness, The Witness. Mm-hmm. This oh is, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard game. <laughs> that is an amazing game. You should keep playing it. I don't know why I stopped playing. It's a brain, it. probably because your friend almost died. No, probably because my kids were annoying me. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I did that. I finished uh, the the Finch. Whatever happened to Edith Finch? No, it was. How was that? It was um, upsetting <laughs> because there is a very difficult. There was a very difficult part for me to have to physically play through and oh, get through yeah. it. I remember that. Part. I had I had to pause the game and uh, walk around the kitchen and clean some shit for like a good hour before. That game's amazing. It was really good, um, but it was it, it was really upsetting towards the end because it was just like it was just sad and it how they demonstrated all these different stories and how they hit me emotionally was really well done. That like kid couple, just wanted to fly. There was a couple of deaths that really got to me. It wasn't just the toddler, but that one was, was that was that one and was the hardest. The sky. <laughs> So uh So yeah, let's get to uh what did what does Marcus have on that massive list over there? Of dicks. Yeah, that massive A big d- big <laughs> the big dick list. He's tur- he turned the photo around. It's yeah, it's a really enormous penis. <laughs> Let me read this stuff. Uh, <laughs> First you have the shaft and here's the balls. Do you want me to start from the back or the front? Uh, back. The back? Can I have a reach around, please? All right. I started with, I finished Walking Dead, the final season. Is it the final? Is it the end? Yeah, as far as I know. Walking Dead. As far as I can tell, it's the end. Was there a secret scene after the credits? No. (laughs) Not this time. Not this time. Not this time around. Do you want to know anything about it? Yeah. About I the mean, walkers? Do I mean, I'm you, what, not... What I'm, do you know about the walkers? I don't know anything about the walkers. What do you know about Clem? I know, I know that, she's a girl. Oh, my God. I know that the walkers were slowly starting to deteriorate, and so, like, it was just a matter of them having to kind of wait it out. And then I also know that Clementine had grown older. Kenny died. She lost those two mentors in her life, and then well, she ended up, like, leading or something, and she had, like somebody really significant to her that she had to protect or something you talking about aj i don't know i'm just a little kid you asked me a question i answered it okay there is in the second walking dead there's a kid born 
and obviously the person who birthed the child died. So in the TV show? This is in the game. Oh, it's not the same person in the TV show? No, those are they're okay. the TV shows in the game are like very I was just different. double checking because the same thing happened in the TV show. But yeah, you have little little AJ um and Clem's been taking care of him since since birth. So he's now like still very young, but he's more cognizant, so he's making choices. That aren't always you like you're influencing decisions he makes because you're now you you are now basically Lee and yeah. and he's like Clementine yeah is definitely the parallels they're trying to draw upon. How old is she by this time? Um, I think fourteen, fifteen, mm. somewhere in there, maybe sixteen. I don't know. young still. She makes some choices, but I, I don't want to get too into spoiler territory on it because it's got a lot going on in there. But uh, I, I enjoyed the ending, even though there were definitely some things that I kind of was making some uh, faces at, like, like uh, mm, I don't know about that, but, uh. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was like... At least episode three and four were pretty good, uh, in my opinion. Two was probably the weakest, but it's mostly set up, and one was pretty good. Though they, in episode four, for some reason, they changed how the mechanics work, which I don't know if that had to do with the studios, maybe just a weird creative decision. It just, your your choices go from the standard, like, you have just the four choices at the bottom to, like, they're just floating around your head, and you gotta, like, pick them. Oh, I hate that. Like, what? Fucking like heavy you, rain you have to did. like. Well, heavy rain though, still like coordinated it a bit. But this, you're like, you're you're like moving a selector on the screen. It's almost like your your characters pondering their thoughts, and that's kind of. Did strange. they like go away if you took too long to pick no. them? Oh, that's good. It was just that's kind what of a I weird didn't like about heavy rain. Is that, like the more the more upset the character would be, the more they would jiggle, and you only had a certain amount of time to pick them, and you're like, I can't even read these. <laughs> So that so that was pretty pretty fun for me and my group of friends that played that. Uh, it's like watching a movie, kind of, except I make the decisions, and sometimes they're not the decisions people want. I know that's the best part about watching it because it's it's a uh, it's it's a well known fact that there's normal people playing, and then there's like the Marcus move. Well, I the Marcus way of playing. Well, I make decisions that are. Some people like them, and then some you're some you're gonna like, some you're gonna hate, and then some you're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, those are the ones that are the Marcus move. The what? What are you doing? Uh, I'm but, only saying that because I watched you play some of Detroit Become Human. Aside from that, I played Borderlands, uh, which I went through with a friend, and I already went through all of that. I did that and all the DLC, and I even platinumed the game. You platinumed, so you played through the campaign twice, then? Yep. Nice. Even killed Craw. Don't really know how you say his name. I don't know if it's. Uh, I've been saying Krumra because I think the X at the end is silent because hmm. it looks like Krumrax, but that sounds wrong. So I think it's Krumra. Krumra. Yeah, I mean it's. But the, the X usually is supposed to be it's silent at the end, is what I always thought. So you know how there's that uh, dog where they like are grabbing its mouth and it's going like. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> that, that's rah, what rah, that's rah, what we've been doing. Rah, 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 we've just rah, been rah. like, we gotta go kill 
that's like an old viral video yeah and that's what I was, yeah it was just like we gotta go kill fuck and it just when you kill craw just guns rain from the sky there are just so many guns <laughs> they changed how the loot works for uh, the the like final boss of the main campaign. It's just chest. There's like no loot on the ground. It's just like there's like six chests, huh? Of guns, which is <laughs> I mean cleaner, but yeah, it's kind of weird. And then we were like, we might as well. We did the claptrap DLC before doing Craw, even though he Craw's the raid boss for T Bone Junction. Uh, which is a DLC, but that we we did the other DLC just because you can get unlimited guns at the end. Because you get once you beat the final boss, like claptrap boss, there's just a like gun area that's just full of chests that you can open, and you <laughs> it's repeatable. So every time you go back, like and start a new game, you can just go in there and open all these chests. Oh my god! Like and so it was like, yeah, you can just like farm infinite guns that way. I'm still convinced that the Moxie DLC is where all the best guns drop. But that Moxie DLC is kind of boring because it's basically yeah. a horde mode. But yeah, we we played a lot of Borderlands. Um, my favorite part in that game is still in T-Bone Junction that there's an audio log of this guy who like he's supposed to have the password for the day, but he like lost it. But he's just singing the song that's just like it's ice cream day, it's ice cream day, Rocky <laughs> Road, Ella mode. I'm in the mode for ice cream day. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, pretty. Uh, me and my friend look forward to that time every time. We're like, <laughs> I just want to get this audio log and hear this play. <laughs> That's crazy. It sounds like a good, uh, like a phone ringtone. <laughs> High scream day. But yeah, that one's pretty gold. Um, and then I played uh, some more Resident Evil Two. Um, still not at the end because I'm I'm playing with some other people. But uh, we, Mr. X has shown up now, so I'm a decent X going to give it to you. He was. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Has someone modified that Mr. X to be Thanos yet? <laughs> no, but it's probably going to happen. <laughs> if it hasn't secretly already happened. Thanos going to give it to you. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody sent me the funniest Kingdom Hearts meme where it was like, it was you. Yeah, I sent it to you and Marcus sent, it, sent it to it me. To oh. <laughs> it's a meme <laughs> triangle right here. Wow. Critical mode. <laughs> oh, shit. Here, oh, here we, we go, go again. again. <laughs> I love that. Also, it's kind of weird seeing like Sora at drawn as an adult from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was just really bad art. It was really bad. It was, yeah. it, but it it was serviceable. <laughs> it worked. Um, then I played some more Assassin's Creed Three. Finally, um, I, did you play that weird DLC? No, I'm not in the Washington. The oh no, I'm sorry. You said assassin's creed 3 oh the atlantis then, dlc and, no i'm not and in then that yet and either. then my asshole thought oh you're talking about the the odyssey, odyssey. DLC. <laughs> yeah I, I haven't started the atlantis chapter that came out but i i've heard a lot of good things so i'm excited for that um everyone loves atlantis i've been just playing that ac3 like a club i'm <laughs> living in the past <laughs> i just I mean, like, that's what those well, whole games are you're living in the past <laughs> ah, at least you didn't start up unity for the first time in a million years like everybody else did that like crashed the servers i know <laughs> but i uh 
There's it's real relaxing for me, especially playing like Assassin's Creed Three, a game that I've already played before, and just putting podcast on, and then like collecting treasure chest and like getting the viewpoints and like doing these side missions that don't really have a story or anything. That's what I love about the Assassin's Creed games. I could care less mostly about the main storyline, but just wandering around, collecting things, finding the viewpoints, and back in Assassin's Creed 2, finding like the the little glitches or whatever. The The glyphs? Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's all It was so much fun. I would just sit there and stay up all night just doing that. Nothing else. Screw the rest of the game. (laughs) I listen to so much podcast just while like clearing the frontier of feathers. It took so long. Um, and then I played, uh, this, this is probably going to seem strange to you, uh, Gears of War. The first one? Yep. You So you're like playing like the remastered stuff then? No. Oh, really? The regular? Just, just regular backwards, Gears of War. Backwards compatible? Yeah. What made you want to do that? Well, technic- okay, this is kind of a like weird thing, but I, I've already played through Gears 1, 2, and 3. I never played Judgment, and I want to play 4. But I didn't have an Xbox One when four came out, so but my, me and two of my friends got Xbox Ones around the same time, and our bundle came with Halo, like the whole Halo collection, including five and all of Gears of War, like so. So we have all of Gears, yeah. But I play since the first two Gears games are only co-op with two players. Same with the first two Halos, yeah. So last year I did Halo 1 and Gears 1 with friend A, let's just say. (laughs) And then I started because I was the one doubling up on games, basically, because somebody had to double up. So then I started Gears 1 and I was also supposed to start Halo 1 with friend B. But we started Gears 1, did like act one and two and then we were supposed to just follow up and do act one act uh three four and five because i feel that's actually an even split but we just never got to it so after friend b who's the same person who i played borderlands with we moved into gears just real we i was like well let's just go over to gears finish the, that up uh so yeah we finished up gears finally this year <laughs> so Notice how, <coughs> but we're trying to play up to three slash four, which is has more co-op play. Same with Halo. Notice how I'm the Xbox guy, and Marcus gets an Xbox and doesn't play with me. Yes, <laughs> Marcus, the PlayStation the the PlayStation Four guy, gets an Xbox, doesn't play with his friend that's always had an Xbox. <laughs> oh. We could have played. You we could have played Gears together. We could have. It's a really short game. <laughs> it, it is a really <laughs> short game. It's 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 surprisingly short. You don't like when it first came out. It seemed like a pretty decently long game, but like, holy shit! When you go back to it, it's like, wow, that that's really fast game. You you know what's super strange is I I've played through Gears One like a zillion freaking times, and I usually play on hardcore. But for some reason, we kept dying on General Rom, and he's not a hard fight whatsoever. I've never struggled on him. <laughs> like I think we died. I don't know, like 20 times. It felt, oh like, it felt like a lot. And I was like, he's really like, you just shoot him a few times and he dies. Yeah. <clears throat> I think um, Gears 1 probably didn't age very well with the whole cover system. I think it's all right. Um, I mean, compared graphics to... Graphics aren't bad unless you really look at the mouths. <laughs> when they're in motion, it's really horrendous. Yeah. Um, but 
I don't know. It didn't feel too, too bad. Um, I was just running up and chainsawing everybody. So yeah, I mean, that's really how you matter. do it. <laughs> well, you, well, you got to do is you got to you got to shoot people and you get that active reload and then you saw them. <laughs> and and even if my character didn't say it, I would always just be saying, oh, yeah, like <laughs> I think that the active reload is probably my favorite thing in that game. It's very smart. Like how has have many other games done that system since? I've only seen a few, but not very many. I think it's a cool system. Like, it rewards there's an element you for being good at reloading. Yeah, an element of skill to your reloading so that you can reload faster. But if you do it wrong, you fuck up and reload oh, slower. Shit, guns jammed. <laughs> that shit sucks when you screw that up. <laughs> See, and usually I play as Marcus Phoenix for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> but I Marcus Phoenix is a badass, and Dom's a little bitch. I I did Marcus's playthrough Jeez. in with friend A, so I. If friend B was in my game and I was Marcus, he couldn't get the cog tags since I already had, had gotten all the cog tags. Oh, shit. So I had to be Dom, which not like I had a problem with that, but <laughs> I'm just so used to being Except Marcus. Except he's a little bitch. Dom is not a bitch. He's a little bitch. I mean, I, my voice for him, which is ripped out of a Newgrounds video, but he, <laughs> he always, hey, Marcus, what's going on here? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so How did we get here, Marcus? <laughs> I really like the lore of of those games for some dumb reason. Locust! The stupid subterranean <laughs> civilization that we've disturbed and now they're just coming well, up to destroy us the, from below. We're the invaders. Like, you're on a different planet that that we, like, terraformed. Yeah. So they had just been there all... I, I always see it as mole people. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, those giant things that you can ride. I don't know if, remember if that was in the first one or the second That's one. That's the second one. Yeah, those they're, things. They're in one, but you can't ride them in one. Yeah, they, they just remind me of gigantic grunts from Halo. Because two is the weird one in the franchise, which is usually the case where it was like, ride a bunch of stuff, razor hail, <laughs> yeah. and, you're, and then razor hail and all that shit never comes back. Yeah, but same that's with, a bummer. What always struck me as odd about the Gears franchise, maybe four reintroduces it, but one has a lot of krill. Like, it's like, oh yeah. no, the krill, like you can't go in the darkness because you'll get ripped apart by the krill and... And like, then it just kind of disappears. They never show up again. Like, yeah. it's like, did we kill all of them with the light mass bomb? Like, what what Maybe. happened to the krill? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, yeah, that was kind of a cool, different thing with it, too. That it's kind of sad that it went away. I liked how later on they eventually were just like, all right, now we're just going to live on the ocean. But even that turned out to be unsafe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, uh, like, like I said, maybe we should just leave this fucking planet. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, two had, the, like I said, the razor hail, and I don't know why that didn't come back, because I was like, that's pretty cool, that when it hails, it's like these glass shards from the sky yeah. that are unsafe. Yeah, it's a good time. But Good times and Gears. It's been years since I've played those, though. Like I said, I've just done one, two, and three, um, which is the end of Marcus's story, and then I didn't do four with uh, JD, who's his son. Uh, my favorite player, uh, my favorite character is uh, Coltrane. I mine too, <laughs> which is why I should play Judgment since it's Baird and Cole. But it's <laughs> that I'm I'm kind of like in some ways that game didn't happen. Like Judgment doesn't exist. But <laughs> I just like the whole stupid idea. He's like he's an ex football player. He's I, the Coltrane. Well, it wasn't it, uh, it? It's not football. It's like 
Yeah, it's like gr- their grind ball or yeah, something. Yeah, their like, future their future whatever game that they played and he was just a fucking badass. And I like in 3 uh when, when that moment happens but there's the cutout that just says you can push a button on it. It's just like Coltrane runs on whole grain, baby. Woo! And I, I'm like, I swear I stood there for an hour pushing that thing. And then you find a hat and you get the choice to put it on forwards or backwards. <laughs> I put it on backwards, of course. Yeah, cool. yeah that's the cool way to do it. I was going to be a cool guy. He's a, he's probably the only player more cool or the only character more cool than Sonic because he's, he's real cool. He was pretty awesome. I, and I really like Baird as much as he's just like, he's a real bitch. Like, <laughs> he, he's the butt of everyone's joke. Yeah. <laughs> but you need him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then after that, I, I'm really trying to build towards the meat of this, but I played some Katana Zero. Um, do you know anything about that game? I know nothing about Katana Zero. It's a little like Hotline Miami. It's not like a top-down like Hotline Miami. It's a side-scroller, but you're a samurai. and Does you, it have synthwave music? Yeah. All right, I'm in. And you die in one hit, uh, but but that's where it's kind of like you do rooms, and you have like a time rewind and like a time slowdown. You have like time powers, but it's very synth-wavy, and I think the art's pretty cool. I'm not really far in it at all, but... Seems pretty cool. I'm in. I love synthwave music. But yeah, just samurai like modern city thing. And then this being the real meat and potatoes, but uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Oh boy, Ooh. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's it. The, and I finished the story on it. Um, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so yeah, any, any questions about Mortal Kombat? What, what do you want? to How much money have you spent on costumes? Well, I bought the $100 edition that came with the season pass and some costumes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so... Uh, so you got a few costumes then. Yeah, I didn't want to necessarily spend the 100 bucks, but the uh, I definitely wanted to pre-order because I... And this is stupid. Shao Kahn's a pre-order bonus. And That's, I say yeah, this I remember, is dumb. I remember that he's, because that was like... He's in the story of the game. Yeah, yeah it's he's, dumb. He's like a storied fight in the game. And he's DLC. So Didn't you, they take out some characters, too, that were pretty important? Like who? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe don't it's know, just I've, Shao Kahn that I'm thinking of, and then I'm just thinking of I mean, of he's been else. dead, but this is like merging past and present. I've heard this is A tie the, uh, quake. This is like the Avengers Endgame of, it, it, of Mortal Kombat. Is. Yeah, it's exactly. And then people who have seen Endgame will know that they're the same thing. <laughs> but so that means that there's no more Mortal Kombat after this? <laughs> I think that this is the end of a trilogy. This is the end of phase three for Mortal Kombat that's been going they, for 20-something years. Oh, my God. It's not, so <laughs> I'm not giving away any ending details, but they can just go anywhere from where they put it. And something everybody always wanted happens, but it's something... Some people who may not even know they wanted this, they wanted it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's uh, really... The fighting feels really good. I I still... I pull off a lot of cool stuff by accident. Get any babalities? Those aren't there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wish they were. I mean, so they, they still know how ridiculous they are because you have... Yeah. Johnny Cage uh, present timeline teamed up with Johnny Cage past timeline, <laughs> and that's pretty funny. <laughs> God, you have Sonya Blade 
and uh, Cassie Cage, who is technically her daughter, but she she's like Sonya Blade's like, how do I ever hook up with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of obnoxiousness. There there are some characters missing that were in uh, Mortal Kombat X that I miss, um, but they died. <laughs> they're dead so don't worry about it yeah it's like there's you know some some new characters some old characters um Liu Kang and Kung Lao are there you know you got Scorpion Sub-Zero you know Jax he's in there I really like Jax you doing any sweet combos I'm doing a lot of sweet combos. combos um Scorpion says get over here yeah, that's that's what you want in a Mortal Kombat game. You just get over here. <laughs> you can freeze people, Sub-Zero. Um, Kronika is the big baddie causing all the problems with her time control. She makes a time quake. <laughs> a t- time quake? It's a time quake. I had a stomach ache the other day, and it was so bad that I called it, I called it a stomach quake. She probably caused that. <laughs> <laughs> Frosh just gave me like the dirtiest look for my. I did because that was the stupidest thing you've ever said. It's that's it you're was, a dad, but you don't need to do dad jokes. It please. was a stomach quake. Stop. I'm gonna do all the dad jokes. You can be Johnny Cage and punch people in the nuts. <laughs> Still do that. That's that's what he do. Sometimes I spam it and just punch a guy in the nuts over and over and over. <laughs> just because I find it funny. that's good I think Cassie Cage has a fatality where she kicks you in the nuts so hard your spine and skull shoot out of your body (laughs) I love the fatalities (laughs) Um, but yeah I've been really enjoying that Uh, the story mode is probably the best story they've ever done yeah I hear a lot of good things about that story mode it at first I was like real like ah, this isn't as good as X. And then, like, I was like, ah, this is pretty good. And then I was like, this is way better than X. <laughs> it's just good to hear. Yeah, I still haven't messed with the customization stuff. I did do a little of the crypt, uh, which is kind of, that's where you get all your gear. You open up chest, and that spends all kinds of different currencies. There's way too many currencies in this. And you get random loot items, which isn't great, but... I like that the crypts kind of a like puzzle thing. It's basically the witness. Okay, it's not really that <laughs> hard, but it, it's got like puzzles you have to solve it's and puzzles. stuff. So, um, what else about it? Uh, Gearus, he's a new character. He's pretty cool. A lot of people playing as him. He's like a fixed point in time, unchanging. So, so he's sort of immortal. Interesting. Raiden's immortal. It's always been. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna he say was he, evil. Evil. he was evil. He was he was evil raiding for a bit. <laughs> Angry raid. Angry. I mean in just the opening scene, which was also the trailer, he decapitates uh Chinook Yeah. And says there's fates worse than death and just hangs his head out. <laughs> yeah, you could live forever. That that would suck. <laughs> just being a decapitated head living forever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, there's got to be more to say about this. You have no questions. I didn't, I, Nothing about Mortal Kombat. I don't know a whole ton about Mortal Kombat. Liu Kang. Myself, I mean. Johnny Cage. I didn't grow up Sonya. playing a lot of fighting games. Sub-Zero. Jax. All the, all the catchphrases are there. Kitana. 
<laughs> okay, I'm just naming them in order of the song. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I like them robot arms of Jax. Them robot arms? He has a daughter now. <laughs> uh, J- Jacqueline Briggs. She's pretty cool, too. I actually really like all the new characters that were like the Mortal Kombat kids. I'm sad that some of them are gone, but... Okay, I'm essentially sad the new Shaolin monks they added in 10 are gone. <laughs> the, like, Kung Lao Liu Kang replacements, since they've been dead for some time. They're, they're like, dead in every reboot. Is like... Like, Liu Kang's been a zombie in, like, so many renditions of the game. He's doomed to be a zombie. He's a revenant in the present timeline. Oh, God. Because he, he's dead. Katana's dead. Liu Kang... I mean, uh, Kung Lao's dead. Shao Kahn's dead. Um, so does it play well? Like, does it feel feel like a good game to play? Is it smooth? It's 60 frames and 30 frames. 60 frames and 30 frames. It's 60 frames for the combat, like 30 frames for the, like, critical arts. Huh. I wish I could be more excited about it, but I just, I suck at fighting games that I've never been very interested this in. It's Mortal them. Kombat. You just I push know. buttons and win. Uh, <laughs> every time I do that, like, you get... I've always been told, oh, you got that, you got that beginner's luck where you're just like, you're just doing, you're just button mashing and you're beating me, but you're not actually applying any tactics. Frost has this thing where she complains about losing and then wins. But this is different because anybody can <laughs> button mash and just like, but, but there's a difference between being good at it and then just button mashing. I All I'm physically capable of doing is button mashing because I really don't have very quick time uh, responses to things, so combos and stuff especially in mortal Kombat or other games that i've played i just i can't ever do them i just like i'm too retarded my fingers don't work i thought everybody played mortal Kombat for the sounds the character made <laughs> like raiden with his <laughs> get over here yeah that's what i do all miss about. the little guy that popped up and said toasty toasty yeah like which for years i thought he said whoopsies I'm not alone in that. A lot of people thought he said. I don't get what the point of it was. Whoopsie, <laughs> toasty. Yeah, he, that that guy was great. I wish he would come back. <laughs> it was like really dumb. I don't really know. Why yeah, I don't it was get what the point all, of it was. It was toasty. It's it was hot. a different era. That uppercut was hot. Different era of video games. <laughs> The 90s. Now, now, if I think they did add this in X later, um, but if you uppercut somebody as like your killing blow, that's just a brutality. It'll knock their head clean off. Wow. Yeah, it's just boom, and it's just a brutality. Brutality. Yeah, it's. Is Australia making a big deal about banning it again? Ugh. It's probably just never came there. Australia. To the, our Australian guy who gave us a five star. Is it banned there? Yeah. <laughs> Real questions. I don't Send know. Send us an email. That guy was cool. Know. I don't know his name, but he gave us a five-star review. Pretty cool guy giving us a five-star. We had so there's two we had two ratings on iTunes. Um, but I think only one of them was the review. I think someone just left a five-star and just left it, which is also cool, but Whoever you <laughs> awesome people are, seriously, like we need content. I I can I'll read anything on the air. I'll read it. I'll read it. Do we need a fiver? The, are you going to read the. <laughs> Give us five bucks and we'll read anything. We I think it said, You guys are awesome. Keep doing what it. you're doing. Maybe, maybe next week I don't have it pulled up right now, but it's basically just along the lines of 
that he really liked the format and you felt like we would like like you were just hanging out with a few friends that really like video games um he enjoyed the flow of it and hang on here are you are you finding it because i couldn't it was really hard to find I just really? was amazed that somebody in Australia has heard my voice. <laughs> like, that's cool. So this is the review that we got that we're very grateful for. We haven't gotten a review so far. So this is the first one that we're all excited about. I it's, even made like a fancy thing to post on inst- Instagram. For I know it, too. it looks like it's in the Matrix and stuff. Salt Green. Check out our Facebook if you want to see the fancy. Did I post on Facebook? Yes, you oh, did. Okay. Uh, this is brilliant casual podcast. Nothing fancy or overproduced. Just a few friends sitting around chatting about video games. Exactly the kind of format I love. Great raw discussion. Great hosts. Love the interplay between them. You can really tell that they enjoy hanging out together and it makes you feel welcome. If you love chatting about video games with your friends like I do, you absolutely should give this a listen. Great work, guys. What a but- nice person that you totally didn't pay, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is funny because you guys keep complaining about how I sound so disinterested. Well, clearly this individual thought that we all had good chemistry. So my sourpuss attitude is, is good chemistry for you. So, and we're all good friends. We always just leave her in the time machine. In the future. Um. <laughs> I'm actually just the hula dancer on the dash. She's the, Kronika. The- <laughs> She's Kronika. She's- <laughs> oh, ruining God. the timeline she's creating a time quake no or or qt like from space Dandy. oh god <laughs> just a little robot following you around with statistics oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a good show just ruining all my stuff no so so all mortal kombat games are now canon because of the time quake they're all canon chronica's been manipulating the timeline it has restarted the timeline several times so i'm wondering if in some ways i it, you can read this like one of two ways either chronica is is a representation of the developers or it's a representation of the fan base hmm i would lean towards fan base because because there is a saying that happens and i was like is this because of the fan base because uh, he wants to spoil from, it so well, I'm, much. I'm going to spoil this part because it's really not super important. Uh, but Frost says, Kronika's uh, always recognized my potential. <laughs> and I was like, is that because the fan base always wanted Frost, but they like haven't really been in like any games? That's funny. By the way, all of you that were wondering whether or not I was, I chose my name after Mortal Kombat. Because you did. I did not. You did. <laughs> I did not. You played Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, which is, I think, where <laughs> Frost was introduced. Did not. The origin story, maybe someday I'll tell it. She played Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's where Frost comes from. The Frostbite engine, she's really good with it. Eh. That's where Frost comes from. I, I frostbite engine and I aren't friends after what they did in Andromeda. Ugh. So, and I'm still doing the character stories in Mortal Kombat. Um, I did, I I heard things that the Jacks story, like character story, was kind of controversial. So I did that one, even though I really like Jax as a character. But uh, I didn't think it was that controversial. But huh. um, yeah. That seems pretty funny that people would say that anything in Mortal Kombat would be controversial because isn't the entire point of the game to be controversial? There's This is controversial in a very different manner. Um, 
with race related oh. things. But uh, that, that's just at least I, I saw a thing about that. And then when I played it, I was like, it's like not really. But um, and then I did a uh, Cabal's story as well, because I really like him and his hook swords. I'm glad to have him back. He's been gone for quite a while. He's the really fast guy. Why are you looking at me? He got burned. So we had him like <laughs> before he was burned. And I thought that was cool, too. I was like, you get to see what he actually looks like. I just like that they make all the women look like pretty little whores. And you're just like, oh, you look so cute. Now they don't. Bit. They do not. Yes, they do. Like what character? Marlena? Melina? What's her well, name? Well, Melina's been dead. Is she not in this game? And she has a monstrous face. I know, but she's like she's half She's like cotton. best slut girl. I love her. I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm saying that they're very pretty. Like a monster. Yeah. That's, okay. Some of us are that's into Shao that. That's Khan's daughter. <laughs> Some of us are into that. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I don't. I think they're more conservative versus other fighting game franchises uh, like Dead or Alive or I would even say Tekken's probably a little bit more scantily clad. And I love it. I wasn't saying it in a bad way. I know it's not a bad way. I'm just saying I don't... I'm just saying it's more conservative. I'm hmm. just saying I'm not seeing it. It's hmm. fairly conservative. I, the only one that I played was something about what monks Shaolin monks I was gonna say that but that sounded like some sort of stupid like cartoon network tv show so I didn't want to say Shaolin monks but yes that's the one yeah, I played Kung Lao and Liu Kang um I really like that game um though a lot of people did it's kind of a cult classic it's a story game they were supposed to be fire and ice as the follow-up and that's the name of a chapter in this game <laughs> which you could imagine is scorpion and sub-zero because that was supposed to be the game. You're going to be Scorpion and Sub-Zero instead of the Shaolin Monks. It's going to be cool. I like how you keep looking over to me like you're teaching me something. No, I'm looking over in hopes that somebody will respond to anything I'm saying. I, I, well, I was talking to you about it. it was We were chatting. No responses. I'm sorry that I'm not. Katana Zero's I'm cool. So Who do you think's a DLC character in I'm Mortal Kombat? Sh- I'm sorry that Dude, I don't know I'm a just, lot about Mortal Kombat. I'm, I'm just making you experience... My Bats, pain, my pain. The balls. <laughs> Experience my pain at the towards the end of the news when you're Arcade just looking sticks. at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What do you want from me? See, none of us like the news. That's why I tap out. News. <laughs> news. Yeah, we got a noose in the bathroom. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, All right, now I'll do this list backwards. So <laughs> we'll do Katana Zero. What did you think? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you play any more? Um, uh, um, 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 basketball. <laughs> uh, Smash. No, I've never heard no. of that game. <laughs> I was no. just wondering if you oh. tried out that stage builder. Oh, you mean Joker? Well, I that too. But I mean, like now they have the the stage builder. Do you want to just roll into the news from here? Is perfect pivot. Well, no, because saw we the, the persona. That's stuff. like a, that. The news is like two breaks away. Well, I'm <laughs> gonna mention it anyway. Okay, Did you see what Persona Five S is? The funniest story about it. What? What? Oh, he was talking. Did I you just... see what Persona 5S is? No, I didn't see it. You didn't see Persona 5S? I mean, I've seen it, but I, I... Game coming to Switch? Yeah. You know what it is? I don't know what it guess. is. Guess. Just guess. It's... It, what? Just just take a guess. It's a game. Well, it is a game. <laughs> Do you think it's Persona 5 on Switch? It's Persona <laughs> 5 on the PlayStation. Because you would be wrong if you thought Persona 5S stood for Switch. 
because it's also coming to the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so it is not that. It is a Musu game. Uh, Musu game. However you say that. Moose. Yeah. How do you how do you pronounce, spell it? M O U S. Mouse. Moose. Mouse? I don't know. Mouse. Mo- I think there might be a U at the end. I don't know how you spell it. Anyway, not <laughs> important. It's a Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> what? Yep. Okay. Persona Dynasty Warriors. Oh, there's a lot of Japanese crossovers going on right now. Well, this isn't really a crossover, but yeah, it's <laughs> those are like a style of game. But oh, like okay. Koi Tecmo makes all of them. It feels like. Um, yeah, I don't know that it wasn't what I wanted. I think it's fine. It just is like not expected whatsoever. Um, and other than that, did you see Persona Five: The Royal Edition? No. That is coming to PlayStation in, uh, I think, October for Japan, um, and then in 2020 for North America. But uh, we don't, uh, you didn't watch the trailer, so you don't know anything about it. But there was a, there's another character that's been added, and nobody really knows if she's the, like, a female main character, if she's just a new character. Or what? Uh, no, nobody knows. But it, the, like, my Twitter is flooded with images of this person. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and but speaking of once again relating this back to Smash, there was somebody who data mined and found that the jo- Joker character has a ponytail. In like, th- there's data for a ponytail. Yeah. Which this new character has a ponytail, so it's like maybe a. Echo Fighter, maybe a palette swap I don't, in Smash. Who who knows? Could be anything. Um, but the, and the reason why a lot of people think a female main character is because that's what they did in uh, Persona Three Portable. So it could be female main character instead of male main character. Uh, Ooh, we really switching it up. Yeah. So you didn't see any of that stuff because you don't care about Atlas that's sad um, that's that, that I, I leads into to, my that leads into my fun story what's your fun story my fun story is that you know you really found the right psychologist for you when he has a total fangirl moment about Persona 5 and the new characters and the uh, leaking of information and the, it's coming to the Playstation 4 and everything like Legit, I was at my psychiatrist appointment and he sat up and he was like, but did you hear about Persona 5? I can't wait. And he's all just, you know, you really won. People who like Persona really like Persona. Yeah. Grown ass, adult, older, like 60, 60 something year old gentleman psychologist. (laughs) (laughs) No, excuse me, psychiatrist. All right. Well, I think that's it for that segment. We should roll into a break and we will be right back. Ham. Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. 
Or you can find me at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shitpost mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that me that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. Okay, and we are back from break, and we are going to roll right into Esports Corner. What a way to switch it up! Yeah, I can't. I can't yell tonight. Esports <laughs> corner. Esports. So this is the ASMR esports corner. The late night show. Esports this corner. Is e- esports corner after hours. Ooh. Well, I almost feel like with you space should. ghost. <laughs> I almost feel space like space ghost coast to coast. E-sports. I almost feel like you should do it. Not me, because you well, have the more sultry. But I don't have the esports corner news in front of me. Tasty voice. Uh, yeah, I'm the one that has the esports news. Welcome to esports corner after hours, where it'll be my voice. It'll be lulling you to sleep, and not Justin's, unfortunately. Nice. <laughs> Stop. It's the allergies. Okay. In the realm of esports, <laughs> last weekend which is a great story to start off with. So Pound held a Smash Brothers tournament for the first time since like 2016, I think. Um, They held it in Maryland uh, for Smash Bros. Ultimate and Smash Bros. Melee. And the top, the world's top player, uh, Hungrybox, spent most of the time in the losing brackets and he came down to the last where he, you know, built himself back up and was at the grand finals. And he went down against uh, Mango and he won. <laughs> and just after he won, like seconds, he's about to stand up and shake Mango's hand. Somebody lopped a fucking cra- crab at his head. <laughs> like just from like the, 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 uh, in the middle of the audience to somebody just it almost hit him and it landed off to the side and he went and bent and was like who the heck threw this at me um they did catch the guy and kicked him out but i thought it was pretty funny because a girl sitting behind the culprit actually took a picture of the crab and nice. she was like only in maryland i guess will you see a delicious crab like it was just like chilling on a chair next to him like the tweet says uh Someone had a random steamed blue crab sitting on a chair. <laughs> so I don't know if it was preemptive or if it was just a snack and he got so mad that Hungrybox win. I don't know. Well, what I heard was that there's some sort of that's some sort of meme, the crab thing. I don't I don't exactly know. I see. I thought it was it's a like meme. people would spam the chat with crab emojis or something. I just can't believe Hungrybox and Mango are still like playing melee <laughs> like melee it's a, i mean a hungry box is kind of like he's basically the best melee player at this point he's one of the few left it's this like him do. mango 
I don't even think Armada's still playing. They, I didn't see... Leffen, who, like, might as well be a Smash God. <laughs> Smash God. The Smash God. The, well, there's the uh, Gods of Smash, which is, like, Hungrybox, uh, Mewtwo King, Armada, Mango. But then there's Leffen, who's, like, not one of those people but he's beat all those people supposedly this was a pretty good fight because hungry box wasn't doing so hot in the beginning but he came out on top in the end which i mean maybe it's like i i don't know there's a lot of bming going on in maybe that's why somebody threw a crab at him because he's like you're so old you crabby old man well just i just, just melee is full of bming that's like <laughs> it's it, it, what's BMing? Bad manners. Okay, that's it's a lot of like I hear BM, I just think of bowel movements. <laughs> Stop. It, it is like I mean, I think of uh Hearthstone with the character emotes with the well played or um, just spamming that. And oh, then, I hate that. Or Ugh. or um, um, in Rocket League, what a save, what a save, what a save, or yeah. nice shot, nice shot. Yep. Or exactly uh, Crash Royale with the Laughing King and Crying King. Emotes. Yeah, and it's like Melee is full of that of like, it's just boring play because it's like mostly Fox and Falco mains. And then there's like Hungrybox who plays Jigglypuff. <laughs> Which apparently that's like his thing that everybody hates him yeah, for. Yeah, because he, he plays Jigglypuff. He does a turtling type style. And it's like... He wrote like a whole article he, on it. It was interesting. His read. fighting is slow. And it's real just like... It's basically baiting you until you fall into a trap of like... Either an area where he can do the sleep on you. Or then like... He'll do the sleep scream thing. And that's basically like his whole play. Like... It's basically just functions on that is like baiting you until he can get you vulnerable enough to do that. And uh, not like there's anything inherently wrong about that. It's just boring. I loved hearing Giant Bomb talk about it when they were talking about, well, maybe it's something wrong with the game. <laughs> I mean, and I can agree with that. It's like there, there's clearly a style that's kind of superior. And it, it is like and I've noticed that from playing a lot of Smash that it's like characters that are like have certain abilities like a uh i guess in essence a spacer like there's certain characters that are just inherently better than others and that's That's like why smash isn't a proper fighting game well because if you look at uh people who play uh, like a turtle style or that are spacers there's no real counter for them like fox like fox and falco are great examples that they just have a inherently really good kit because yeah. all their moves are beneficial like they they have their gun they have a reflector shield they have like a decent recovery they hit in a like medium to high range like they hit really hard yeah so so they're just all around like really good characters but then you look at a character like luigi who at least in current smash they took out wave dashing so it's like the one thing that really made him super viable is gone. And it's like he is kind of gimped a move because his his up B, his saving throw, it's, it's mostly a recovery because if you mess it up on a hit, it just does the one coin and then you just like fall. So it's like a super punishable move. Granted, if you get the spike on it, it's amazing. But you're you're leaving yourself open if you don't get that spike. 
like heavily versus another character who has a chance to screw up their saving throw and not be punished for it. Um, but that's just really getting into like a lot of the nitty gritty that just they're as much as some people don't agree with tier lists, some people do. It's like, I think there are characters that have very clear cut advantages over other characters. Like if you, if you only main a certain character, you might be like, if a good example of that is, uh, my friend, uh, he plays a lot of spacer characters and characters with like counters. Yeah. I don't play a lot of characters with counters. So his weakness is if I do play a character that has a counter because he's not used to playing around it. So that that's like an example. So I'm like, yeah, he beats... Like when I play basically any other character that doesn't have a counter, I'm going to lose. But if I play a character that has a counter, I have an increased chance of winning just by virtue of like the fact that he's not privy to working around that. And I think that applies to a lot of people. But <coughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, just esports. Uh, yeah, Smash Theory. Hungry Box is basically at the top of his game for a game that should shouldn't really exist at this. And point. he's also at the top of getting crabs thrown at his head. Well, and I, I just <laughs> think things should shift to ultimate. Yeah, but I know people are holding on to melee. That's what they know. Every last breath. Learn the new Smash. Yeah, I agree. It's just not fun, they say. Move on to the new it's football. It's just not as good. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, I think there's plenty of people out there that think otherwise. Yeah, I mean, there is. The, the melee scene's really shrinking, and I mean, it's... Hungry Box is basically the only person winning any tournament, so... That's gonna drive people out faster, I think. Yeah, like, if you're not making money or being profitable at something, it's like, why even bother... Time to move on to your next non-fighting game. <laughs> your next fighting non-fighting game. Uh, well, I guess it's fighting non-fighting non-fighting. Um, this uh, this weekend the Hearthstone World Championship is going on. Well it's played. Going down in Taipei, uh, and it looks like the winning prize is going for a million dollars. I wish I was that good at something that I could compete on a level where I could possibly win a million dollars. The podcast Olympics. <laughs> uh, I, I'm almost sad that I've gotten into Hearthstone like towards well the end met. of its life because I enjoy playing it. Um, but I don't think it's going to stick around for much longer. It's kind of going the way of uh, Melee, I think. It's been around, and there's other things that are coming out. No, know, it's still things. going pretty strong. I mean, it um, is, but I think... Magic's kind of the big upcoming one that's been, like, pulling a lot. Yeah. Everybody playing that Magic the Gathering. Yeah, well, and Magic also has, has a big following in the physical space, so... It has a good pedigree. Yeah. Magic I mean, the Gathering, certainly, I think, just comes and goes in waves. Certainly didn't. Certainly, it's not going it the way. Seasons. It's, well, being a digital game now yeah. that helps a lot. It's certainly not going the way of Valve's version of a card game right now. Yeah, sure. Artifact really. Uh, it's gonna be the Final Fantasy fourteen. It's <laughs> whoops. It's not getting any more patches womp, or anything. Womp, womp. So it's it's being reworked from kind of the ground up. It sounds like. Yeah, it's like but. Uh, Valve has the money to do it, so... I mean, it just really needs to go free-to-play and be on phones, like phones and tablets. It's, yeah. It was foolish, in my opinion, to launch a card game that wasn't on phones and tablets. Yeah. Yeah. 
especially this day and age, it's kind of, you know. I mean, what phones can't handle that <laughs> anymore. It just seems so silly. I, like that's for something like that, especially like micro my microtransactions like your big people are going to be on the phones i just didn't like i know a lot of people complained about like the cost of the game and all that and i was like i mean the the buy-in wasn't too bad like 30 bucks and you got card packs and stuff with that yeah but then there wasn't any way to earn cards without paying yeah but even i can put all that aside um because the the and i the only reason i put some of that aside is that the premiere mode was the draft mode. So you yeah. it's like, what's the point in owning cards? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're doing a draft mode, but um which I like that stuff, but I can see why people wouldn't. Yeah. In other news, we also have Puyo Puyo. I said that right, right? Yeah. Puyo Puyo. Uh, Sega's esports focus game is gonna come out on the Switch, PlayStation 4 and pc on may 7th so we can look forward to that it's already been going down in japan as of september and has been doing some esports around there but we haven't had a chance to get our fingers into it yet so yay us we'll finally be able to get knees deep into some some sega tetris tile puyo puyo (laughs) anybody else like i don't know it's fun looks fun looks cute Maybe. Marcus? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. I'm good. <laughs> that's, that's all you got? Yep. That's all I got. All right. Well, that concludes the this the kind of ASMR version of Esports Corner. It was really bad ASMR. Well, I was I'm laughing. Really sorry. <laughs> if you wanted to check out and fast forward through that, I don't blame you. Matter of fact, I will thank you for doing that. Well, now it's time for Future Headlines. God, I love that echo so much. All right, so this one this will be quick and easy. Uh, it's never quick and easy. Not yeah, nothing with this podcast is quick and easy. Uh, Warner Brothers to partner with Urban Outfitters will re- release extra premium branded Mortal Kombat skins in quarter four. <laughs> so I don't know. I'll, I'm sure a lot of you have heard that Mortal Kombat is it, it, it'll cost thousands of dollars to buy all the skins if you're a crazy person that wants to do that. Well, if you're an extra crazy person, you will be able, be able to buy Urban Outfitter branded versions of skins in, in Mortal Kombat. Uh, I'm also hearing that there will be the reverse. Urban Outfitters will sell Mortal Kombat outfits in real life. Yes. Cosplaying is finally coming to department stores. Coming to a mall near you in another universe. It better be this universe. Yeah, no. That's never. The one you Alternate reality headlines. <laughs> That's all I had. You said it was future headlines. Now yeah, you're well, saying it's alternate reality headlines. Fucking pick one. It's ne- it's the diff. It's different every time. Be poop reality headlines next week. But that's it. So we're gonna roll into top three news headlines. Let me get to my news app because I had my future headlines thing up here. Haha, <laughs> you pulled a me. You were not prepared. Uh, yeah, because I rolled from one segment to another. You had plenty of time to prepare. You had a whole break. When are we doing future headlines? <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for his moment to shine. I was wondering why it was being Did you get quiet. lost? Did you get left in the time machine, Marcus? 
<laughs> well played. Well played. I kept looking over. I was like, did he fall asleep? I'm is he past al- reality, is he okay? Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone to the future yet. <laughs> All right. So I don't really have these in any particular order. But first up, uh, Nintendo Switch will be sold in China for the first time, courtesy of Tencent. It's the first time consoles have been available in China. Yeah. Really, in like a really long time. Yeah. The, China's been really strict with their stuff. It's kind of crazy. Maybe they'll um, uh, stop letting babies die while they play on their computers because the whole family can get involved and play the Switch. <laughs> God. Uh, that was horrible. It's sad because it's true. Oh, you horrific. probably didn't pull the other news article about the banning of games. Um, I just I just pulled the one Switch one. Oh, that That's they're only the, like allowing games rated like basically like E through T. That doesn't surprise me because they're yeah like they're really strict with everything. Even then, like all. heavily vetting that. So like, don't they? Doesn't China only allow like six Western movies per year? Yeah, something like that. Um, don't want to spread too much misinformation, but it is like a limited amount of Western movies. So obviously I know like and they you have to have a like some sort of Chinese representation in the yep. movie to get in like to Into even the be pool. included yeah, so to be considered yeah, it's They're really just crazy. Making us be racist because we're like, oh, we here's our here's so, our one selected. Yeah, Asian so like person. every major movie will have that presence in order to be hopefully selected for that, so that they can. Get all them extra dollars from the Chinese market because it's a huge it's a market to lot get into. Of dollars. I feel you can only place as a top selling box office movie if you get that. Yeah, totally. I mean, at least worldwide. Yeah. It's big dollars. I like the movies that don't care about doing that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is the future we live in, the dark future. Um, but yeah, so this is. See if I can find that some actual details here in this article. Uh, news comes after the end of a period in which approvals to sell new games in the country were halted following a bureaucratic shakeup last summer. The freeze was announced to have ended at the beginning of the year, but according to a report by the South China Morning Post in February, the backlog of requests had built up during the interim was still causing massive delays. Um... It's kind of a weird article. I don't even see Tencent mentioned in here. What's going on with this article here? But yeah, like this is like because of Tencent. So I, I don't know exactly like what the details are of actually selling the Switch. I don't know if like Nintendo's doing this thing where they're allowing Tencent to manufacture it because I'm sure there's some weird manufacturing rules as as far as selling a console in China even. So I don't, I'm not sure. It, it, I mean, I feel Tencent might be handling the whole thing. Yeah, that, I mean, they're probably just, Nintendo's just collecting money from Tencent for the deal. Yeah, it might be that. Which will be weird. But, yeah, so, yeah, people will be able to enjoy a console in China soon. Up uh, next, uh, <laughs> the CEO of Epic claims that the Epic Store would end exclusives if Steam gave devs larger cut, which just... <laughs> I mean, all this just reads as more shade. Yeah, like, what is with all this shade being thrown? Like, I mean... I mean, would they really? I don't I don't believe that. I don't know. It just is, <laughs> like, a lot of shade. Yeah, like, he's just blasting Steam for 
no reason. Like I, I don't feel. I don't think I've never heard anybody complain about the Steam um, revenue split being unreasonable. I mean, yes, but at the same time, clearly people are favoring. I think devs are favoring Epic's currently. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm no matter what the situation, people are going to go for what's going to give them more money. But and, and Steam and and or Epic's is it's like a significant amount. Like they're that's a I mean it's a total shakeup compared to what the industry has been used to because the eighty eight twelve yeah yeah that's crazy <laughs> and, there's, and I mean honestly of course we all know it's only possible because they're just raking in money from Fortnite it's just it's all it's subsidized and I don't I don't think people should expect that revenue split to hang around forever see that Fortnite and the Avengers they're doing an event. Yeah, they're doing the the third the third time. This will be the third time they're doing the Thanos event. So it's just at like a civil war. Is that what's going on? What what movies it at? No. <laughs> You're stuck in the past. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I guess this time they have more weapons than just the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I think they have Thor's hammer. Yeah, or no? Well, excuse not, me, his um, axe, Stormbreaker. Yeah, and then they have. Captain America's shield. It's I do not believe. even his axe. That's Beta Ray Bill. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I don't know. I kind of, I, I half want to hop in and play that, but um, but then you would. It'd be such an impossible shit show like last year, where everybody's just squabbling over the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, and it's just like. Yeah, I'd love to try that, but I mean, like, I'm not good enough to, like, kill enough people to get the, the Infinity Gauntlet. Did you go and Google Thanos? Yeah, I did that thing. Was, Do the snap? Yeah, so, like, if you Google... I survived. If you Google Thanos on Google right now, it, there's a... The Infinity Gauntlet pops up. You can click on it, and it, it um, wipes out half of the search results pretty cool it fades and then if you click it again it like resurrects them oh i thought you were talking about like if you survived the snap like, i what it that I, I did it on my phone and the infinity gauntlet disappeared after that oh i like <laughs> snapped and then i clicked it again and it used the time stone <laughs> gotta unwind yeah it was pretty cool um there was a two-in-one new segment there <laughs> this guy isn't I hope your top three should be talking about the announcement of the new PlayStation, yeah? Nope. <laughs> That's not important in your eyes. I think it is. It's been been a hot minute since anything's come he out besides hates the Switch. Sony. He think he wipes all Sony stuff from news. I, that's not true. He's never talked about Sony in the news. I always talk about Sony in the news. I even brought up the PSN name changes as a possible contender for top three. Yeah, you know, he said that, that it's not worthy. You said it wasn't worthy. I asked you. He's putting he, words in my mouth. He only said it as a joke. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, there's not much else to say about these claims being made by the... I, was, I thought that was kind of a crazy thing to like out of left field like yeah i would i would stop these money making deals for for epic if steam did something like <laughs> if only they would stop us this? what will he rope me into this yeah it's basically like he you're not you're not being altruistic come on 
Um, if only there was someone who would offer a revenue split better than us. Yeah. Oh, geez. Maybe we would stop doing exclusives. It is unimaginable how good our revenue split is. If only somebody out there could challenge us. If only someone had their own Fortnite that could just generate money so Co- that they could afford. Dota 2? No. <laughs> how about Apex? <laughs> not bring EA in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carefully, well, the might, origin platform with their spyware. Oh, again. God. All right. So our next headline, um, not it's so much not of a headline. Sony related. It's not related. It's not so much of a headline, but it's just kind of general. The Xbox One S all digital console, a.k.a. the Xbox One SAD. Everyone, has no disc drive. Is everyone's calling it the Xbox One set? So we've talked about the rumors of this because there was a lot of reports and stuff, but nothing actually reported or nothing announced by Microsoft officially until now. Um, what are you going to play your 4K Blu-rays on? Not the Xbox One set because nope, there's no disc drive. No disc drive. <laughs> um, so yeah, it doesn't have a disc drive. It's all digital comes with a one terabyte hard drive which is way too small in my opinion for something without a disk drive it retail msrp 250 dollars which is like the current price of an xbox one s with a disk drive so for my xbox one s i paid 170 yeah you got a I got a killer deal you got a funky deal it was they were uh the xbox one s bundled with like halo and I think it came with Gears as well, or maybe I just picked up a Gears collection. <laughs> I can't really remember because the deal was too good. It was all blur. But they were clearanced out, like, versions of that. Yeah. So they were extremely cheap. Yeah. I mean, even, like, right now, Xbox, people, like, when they announced this, people were, like, finding links to, like, current Xbox One S sale prices that were, like, $200, and they came with a game and stuff. And so, I mean... And something Phil Spencer said was that, like, just expect this to be, like, $50 cheaper at any time than the Xbox One S. It's like, well, then why is the MSRP more expensive than what current Xbox One S's are? So are you going to sell this for 150 bucks when the Xbox One S goes on for 200 I don't think so. That's when they roll out the Xbox One X all digital addiction. The, the Xbox One Rad. Or Zad. Zad. I just the the hashtag Xbox One sad is on Twitter is the best. It's a lot of people just being really upset about the Xbox One S. I just find it funny. I mean, more options, sure, whatever. Yeah. If somebody wants this, sure. And I mean, the thing that I think is kind of dumb is like they're saying, okay, well, you can buy three months of um the Game Pass for a dollar, which is cool. I mean, that's thirty thirty dollar value right there. So I mean. You could say maybe that's $30 off the price of like an Xbox One S all digital edition or whatever. But I mean, from the beginning, I've been saying like they they should have included at least like six months bare minimum, like included, not even like like not having to go out of your way to pay the dollar to get the three months. Like it should have just been when you activate your Xbox, you like, hey, look, there's you have six months of Xbox One game pass but I think like a year would have been more appropriate because that's about that's like $120 value essentially I mean you could just say it's 100 bucks and say hey $250 but you also get a year of game pass where you can just play a shitload of games 
and not have to pay money for them until a year has gone by and you have to uh, re-up your Game Pass subscription or don't if you don't want to. I know my theory was it should come with a year, uh, well, two years of Game Pass and two years of Xbox Live. But that's just, you, you ask for more, <laughs> yeah, that's, and I, then they negotiate down yeah. to a year. <laughs> but yeah, in reality, the year is what you want. I'm settling for a year. Yeah, you're settling for the year. But I mean, kind of in the same time, at the same time, they also announced the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is, I mean, obviously it's 15, bu- what, 15 bucks a month, and it's the Game Pass plus Xbox Live. And you quote unquote save money. Yeah, <laughs> I put quotes around it because it's only you're only saving money if you're doing a monthly basis for yeah either of those yeah which is like no I I pay the sixty bucks a year for for Xbox Live then it breaks out the same yeah and then the monthly for the Game Pass yeah but yeah I don't know um, interesting situation uh, Sony kind of throwing shade at them with their when they announced their or not really announced, but when there's those details of the PlayStation five came out where they, they specifically said that it will have a disc drive, <laughs> which, yeah, those details say it's at least backwards compatible for the yeah, which PS5. That will be a huge deal is 100% necessary at this point. Yeah. A big deal. I, I don't care about the AK gaming. We don't even have AK TVs yet. So shut the fuck up. I don't think it's true. AK gaming. I think it's, just, I think yeah. it's essentially 4K gaming and then the patterned upscaling for yeah. 8K is yeah, my guess. Uh, yeah, but like I said, nobody has 8K TVs, so Google and Sony, shut up about your 8K gaming. Don't talk about it until we can get 60 frames per second in 4K. It's just future framing. It's right. just future proof in your tech. Future proof by... You gotta get them hertz up first. You gotta get the Who frame rate. Who cares about hertz? You gotta get the frame rate up. You're gonna get 8K at one frame. <laughs> One frame per second gaming. It's gonna be beautiful. God, that's ter- that's awful. No, I, I'm all for like we need to get to the point where games are running faster before we just start exploding the resolution again. I mean, you look at PC gaming, and a lot of them still don't even game in 4K because the latency is too high. I like Dead Boone's comments on gaming, where he said, "Uh, because Mortal Kombat 11 is." The 60 frames and then the 30 frames. Yeah. So then when asked with like future tech what he would do and he'd just like like the combat would be at 120 frames and then the like visceral attacks and fatalities are are at 60 are like, like 120 and then 60. It's always half. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> always half. Yeah. Uh I wish more people would be like that, though, as far as caring about like, yeah, like graphics are amazing. We've got to a point where graphics are really cool. Now, can we get to a point where all the games can run as smoothly as possible? Never. Like it gets like stuttery as possible. The technology keeps getting better and better, and then they push the wrong things. I want as much frame tearing as I can get. (laughs) You're going to want to f- add a frame rate terror to this PC. <laughs> it's just a device that just tears frames. God. But yeah, I don't know. Do you recall any other details about that I left out of this Xbox One sad? 
Um, just that it's funny. I mean, that's why I think it deserves this week's top story. <laughs> the, the comedy factor. It's just it's, it's funny. Good, it's a funny story. It's, it's a funny sad. hashtag. Xbox One sad. Uh, it, they've. It seems like all, all the marketing has always been a blunder around Xbox. I mean, the Xbox 360 come out and people were like, "Oh, you do a 360 and walk away." <laughs> And then the the Xbox One, so people started calling it the X Bone, and X now X Bone, and then the Xbox One Sad. It's and then the Xbox One X, which is Xbox. I like how it it and Giant Bomb mentioned this. They even they even called themselves out about this, where they they every time there's like a hint of a new console, they get really excited about the possibility of this next like the next one's just going to be called the Xbox or the next one's just going to be called the Nintendo or this one's just going to be called the PlayStation and it never happens. Well, I thought just all consoles were called the Nintendo. They're <laughs> all my Nintendo. mom. But I, thought, I liked how they they because I was thinking that when they this last week when they're talking about the the PlayStation stuff, and then I was like, man, they they say this about every single console now, and then they mentioned it like, don't you love how we just get excited about this, and then it never happens every <laughs> single time. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's something that needs to happen. I think. I mean, just it's eventually. They, I don't know if we're there yet. I mean, Sony's got close. a nice thing going on. We're close. I mean, well, yeah, and Sony's had the most regular names. Just having them numbers go up is kind of smart at this point. Nintendo coming PS5 up with sounds uh, pretty good. names every time. Um, Xbox coming up with their weird numbers. The Xbox One, Two. <laughs> boxing the, game launches on it. The X, the X. Are you ready to Xbox? That's the next Xbox. The X, the X Cube. I like Xbox Quantum. Xbox Q. Yeah. How about the X Sphere? Xbox Schrodinger. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about the xbox or not um um shoot i lost it what about the x rhombic dodecahedron Ooh, where you how are you gonna put that up it's quite the shape <laughs> it's, it uh you hang it from the ceiling <laughs> it's like a disco ball it spins like one too it's pretty cool it has its own you don't even have to shine a light at it it has its own leds <laughs> It also acts as the motion tracker for uh, uh, AR games. Are they hiring X to the Z exhibit to sell this thing? Yes. <laughs> Xbox Z. <laughs> so X to the Z exhibit. Exhibit. All right. Well, that is it for the top three headlines. Taking a break, and then we're going to come back with the rest of the news. Oh, it could be Xbox Zero. <laughs> God damn. No. Select, a monthly gaming and pop culture gaming podcast filled with facts, fictions, classic nostalgia, and the bizarre comedy of three longtime friends. Join us as we delve into gaming news, reviews, and our favourite segments, which make up the main feature of each show. Shark Select, podcast equivalent of calling your teacher mum. Find us on Twitter at Shark Select Pod, on our website, www.sharkselect.wordpress.com, on YouTube, search for Shark Select, on Instagram at Shark underscore Select, on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Buzzsprout or any podcast hosting services. This is Craig from Shark Select bidding you a farewell. Well, there's dog meat from the Fallout games. It was a lovable dog that you can store arrows in his bum. <laughs> I don't know. I've never moisturized the Terminator. That's a big boy. Whoa! <laughs> Auto chewed me. Auto chewed me, daddy. <laughs> 
All right, and we are back with the news. First up, we have Mario Kart Tour launch set for summer 2019. You can sign up now to beta test. Closed beta. Closed beta. So you can sign up and they might pick you. Did you sign up for it? No. No? I did. See if I get it. Not really interested. I'll try it out. I'll possibly try it out when it's out, but I'm like not super interested right now in phone games or Mario Kart phone games. (laughs) Sounds weird. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so you mentioned Persona 5 S. Persona 5 Scramble. Yep. Huh. That's what what the S stands for? Yep. Scramble. Interesting. It's one of the Mosu games. Uh, Super Mario 2... Super Mario Maker 2 release date announced. So it will launch on June 28th of this year. Pretty hype. You yeah. hype? I'm, I'm you excited. You going to get a Switch this time? I, I got to get one. I got one for the Wii U. <laughs> I got, or I got the Wii U for Mario Maker. Excited for them slopes. Slopes and everything else it has to offer. Just slopes. Just slopes. That's <laughs> all it has to offer. Um, someone beat Sekiro Shadows Die twice using Donkey Kong bongos. Didn't I make a joke about this already? Yeah, you did. Oh, God. And then it happened. <laughs> then it did. Then somebody just did it. Yep. Yep. Some crazy guy beat it. Did he beat it? Like I think either he did or he's trying to do it with a no death run. And then on to like bananas and nerf guns and it whatever took- else people use. Uh, took 10 hours with 131 total resurrections and 31 deaths. 10 hours? Yeah. I mean, I haven't even beaten that game yet. Um, <laughs> I'm probably way over 10 hours. So he modified the bongos to work with the game with one pair acting as his uh, directional inputs and the other mostly used for attacks and parrying. He had to sacrifice camera controls in order to make the setup work. I just don't know why you would want to do this other than to just say you did it. I'm, I... I'm pretty sure he's like a Twitch streamer. Yeah, but so he's probably getting all them like donations and subscriptions while he's doing it, making all that money. Yeah, I mean, I guess I. Um, it's a thing. <laughs> Fortnite devs uh, reportedly working seventy-hour weeks, which is not surprising in today's climate and gaming. Which I mean, we've talked about this before. It's it, gamers need to unionize. <laughs> A lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. That's how much I was working at a job at one point in time, and it sucked. It was terrible. It's too many hours. It's too many hours to work, and it's like, and the culture is like, if you don't do it, then you will find somebody who will. Yep. That's what causes people to go postal. And people say that unions aren't relevant in today's age while this is happening. Not encouraging anybody to do it, but if somebody did go postal, it sends a pretty good message. Gets a lot of work done really quickly is all I'm saying. Look what it did for the post offices. They got regular breaks. Yeah. Got a lot of labor laws passed. Yeah, so But I'm I'm dead serious. Yeah. I'm not encouraging anybody to do this. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Like I, I just I hate the whole idea where people are saying that unions are bloated and they're they're not worth it today. They're they had their time in place, uh, back when people were being overworked and government has um Safeties in place to prevent that type of stuff while people are working 70 to 80, 80 hours a week for game studios or companies that are hiring people as managers and paying them a salary where they 
it doesn't matter um, how many hours they work because they're exempt from making overtime. So then they just work them as much as possible. So do you think all the anti-unionizing like stuff is kind of like satanic panic type stuff that it's like, yeah, the games industry lobbying in a way and incepting people to have the idea to not do it? I think so. Yeah, it's to protect their own self-interest. Yeah. I mean, they they have a vested interest in people not unionizing. I mean, in uh, when I worked at the theater, I had heard a story. Can't can't say this is true or not, but it sounds believable enough knowing how the theater industry was supposedly the theater industry workers tried to unionize once and the said theater chain found out about it. They fired all the employees and shut, decided to t- like take the loss and close for like a while and hire new employees and train them up. Yeah. I've heard of stuff like that happening before with different companies. Um, in fact, when I worked for another company, it was even written in the thing that like, you, you if you mentioned um unionizing if you mentioned unionizing then they they would get rid of you just cut you immediately yeah yeah so that saw a lot of weird stuff around that and when i was working i don't know if i and i can't honestly can't even remember if that was like in writing somewhere if it was just like on the down low because it sounds potentially illegal if it was in writing somewhere but I don't know for sure, but I know like by the end of me working there, like me and one other person were actually contacting unions to see if we could get get some unionization happening. I 100% believe it was in writing somewhere because I was actually talking about this today that uh, like employee handbooks don't follow like actual legal like legal regulations of any kind. And I say that because there's in almost every handbook I've looked at, there's always a clause about uh, talking about wages with other employees that yeah. it's like, don't do it. And everything. which is totally and not anti free yeah. market. Yeah, it's like and it's totally legal for you to talk to other employees about your wages. Yeah, but they and I mean, a lot of the wording in those is always like like this, this and this and this are like fireable offenses. And then it follows that with. But you can also be followed, fired for anything we deem worthy of being a fireable offense. So it's like, yeah. what? Why even label all the other stuff? Yeah, it's because you could just be fired for, for anything. Yeah, basically. Like we don't like you. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Shit's still recording. All right. Um. So I don't know if you saw this, but um, I guess one of the devs that worked on uh the Sp- Spider-Man for PlayStation Four. Uh, tweeted kind of like a behind the curtains type thing of what they had to do in order to render like the beginning scene for the game uh, where you go into um, God, what's his name? Wilson Fisk. Yeah. Yeah. Fisk. We had to go into his his building. And so like the game was running the whole time, like it was all in engine. It wasn't cutscenes or anything. And so Spider-Man like swings in. And it shows like the whole city and everything, but like the Fisk's building is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. And what they had to do was like camera tricks where they like panned in close and unloaded the rest of Manhattan in the game and then loaded in the Fisk's building from the inside and did some fancy camera tricks so that it was seamless and all without have all without seeing the rest of the city being unloaded. So it was all like done in real time. See, I find that stuff always fascinating because I love seeing that stuff. Like optimization stuff like that really only exists because of consoles, like yeah. and having limitations. Because I feel pe- the 
most PC games don't carry it, like yeah. care about that stuff. Because like, oh, you can just buy a better graphics card or more memory, and we can just load the whole thing at once. Yeah, and it's like like consoles force people to come up with better optimization, which is always like yeah. I know Horizon Zero Dawn had an interesting like field of view thing and how it like rendered like how it loaded stuff in and deloaded stuff. Yeah, and it's been that way since. All the way back as early as like Nintendo or any even in early earlier consoles where they only had like a set amount of bits they could use for sound. So in order to do a chord, they just had to play a bunch of notes really fast to give you the illusion of a chord because they couldn't play like more than two notes at a time. Yeah, or even like that's kind of things that you don't even really think about uh, that existed because of limitations of like signing your name um in like a high score thing was only three characters because they were limited on space yeah like like we only have this many characters that we we can actually store as data yeah uh, it's, yep and that's why it exists that way and it's it's something that still to this day is like the three character thing yeah it just kind of became standard it's just as much I mean, as we don't, we you could sign anything anymore. Technically, could, nowadays you could use an emoji if you yeah. wanted to. Or, <laughs> but it's just kind of you use the three characters. That's the way it is. It's a tradition at this point. Um, so Kingdom Hearts three finally got the critical mode. Oh shit! Here we go again. <laughs> just wanted to bring that up again because it's funny. Um, it's, that is pretty funny. So yeah, are you gonna you gonna get in there and play that critical mode? No, no. <laughs> so there's nothing like what does this other than making the game more of a challenge? What does this offer you? Because I I always felt about the harder difficulties in Kingdom Hearts that they they don't feel rewarding, and I say that rewarding in the sense of something like a Sekiro or a Dark Souls, like you feel like you overcome a hard challenge. It feels more like you're just weaker and the bosses and everything are more spongy. Like, they can just yeah. take a lot more hits. So, I guess other than the um, the difficulty, they're saying that it includes new abilities, the appearance of prizes obtained in the Frozen Slider minigame, and, and then it says, and more. So, uh, unlisted other things. I mean, that's... Who, who knows what any of that is and doesn't sound worth it to replay the whole game at least for me but I didn't I didn't like that game a whole hell of a lot so yeah um so I guess uh Anno, Anno 1800 came out and I've heard kind of some mixed things like some people are saying that it's it's really good and I've also heard people say that it kept crashing and was poorly optimized which I think is kind of a thing with the Anno games with it being poorly not not running great. I mean that also is just a thing that has plagued RTS games. Yeah. Um and I think we've even talked about this before. Like I, I know there's some people will even say like ah this RTS like looks bad and it's like yeah visually like a character model might not look the greatest but it's like imagine having like ten thousand of that. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like on the screen at once the amount of stuff and like particle effects going off is like intense yeah it's so but I mean, i've been hearing good things about the game though it's it's good i got i've actually i'm i gotta make sure I, apparently it needs a fairly high-end pc to run it so you're getting that upgrade so that you always talked about i mean it's possible that my new laptop can run it 
have to look it up though. I'm sure it can though. Uh, GameStop to offer full price store credit within 48 hours of game launch. And of course, it only starts right now with Days Gone. Um, so it doesn't sound like it's a thing that they're just applying to all games right now. It sounds like it'll hap- they'll, they'll say which games it'll apply to as they come out. And currently it's just Days Gone. Yep, that's it. Um, so it could be potentially a good thing for whenever an EA game comes out, perhaps. The Shade. <laughs> I mean, good for who, though? Because I feel this is just further bankrupting like, GameStop. By buying these back, they are, but well, just to make it clear, it is store credit. Yeah. But I mean, I still feel like they're hemorrhaging money. Yeah. That, we'll Cause see. what are they going to do with all those days gone disc resell them? I think, well, I guess kinda... then it makes it a used copy and then you could hawk it onto the next person at a higher price. That, that like is 55. probably, yeah, that is probably more like, and yeah. then you obviously be used games. They make only profit on. So yeah yeah that's so that could be a potential good thing also i think they're just i feel that's they're, banking on days gone being a hit not just that but i think it's banking on like offering this for new games and that just that would get like foot traffic in the doors i mean i think that's really what they're trying to do here is they're trying to get people to come in the doors just rather please. than buy on amazon or or order on walmart's website we need like one person just any one person to come in yeah, so we'll see if that works out for them in the future. Um, I mean, it's I mean with that policy, it is. Pos- I mean, I don't know. It it, w- it could be possible that I would buy the game a game from there if it's from EA. But at the same time, like I go win and return it with store credit. Like, what else am I gonna buy? Gift cards? No, <laughs> no they'll probably borrow that. <laughs> yeah, you can't buy use store credit for gift cards. Um. Nintendo Switch update allows new sa- er, Nintendo Switch update allows save game transfers between systems. So they're, they're kind of finally adding, adapting to times. Yeah, I was going to say adding something that should have been there on launch, but yeah, considering the portability aspect of the console and I mean there's the whole implications of if you needed to um move switches or something like that, like I know like someone will buy a switch for the family but then like they, they need like one that's like just for the kids or something <laughs> so yeah I don't know something that they should have had I'm glad it's here especially considering their previous awkward way of transferring stuff oh I still bet it's awkward oh yeah it's yeah yeah I'm sure it is I wonder if this article says anything about it being awkward it doesn't say anything about it being awkward <laughs> like Nintendo does things as clunky as possible yep uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order won't have multiplayer or tra- microtransactions. I hated that this was like an announcement. Yeah, the fact that like- we live in a day and age where like something like this is like, especially coming a from EA. Point. Yeah, it's as coming as a selling point from the company that is like mostly responsible for the fact that people hate the microtransactions. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Just hypocrisy at its highest. Yeah, I mean, I mean that all that tells me is that EA will do anything to make money. I mean, and that that game's got a lot of serious talent behind it because the it does. Uh, the guy who directed God of War Three is working on it. Um, Microsoft spokesperson uh, 
throw some shade at Google Stadia saying that they don't have the content. And which, of course, Microsoft would say this about a new competitor. I mean, I'm sure Sony and Nintendo said the same thing about Microsoft when they launched the Xbox. They did, and I mean, that's kind of the funny thing is currently I would say Microsoft also doesn't have the content. They, <laughs> it's true. They don't, they haven't had They have really a good a, platform, but they don't have the exclusives. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, Halo and Gears are fine. I like those, but they've kind of run their course in a way and aren't as fresh and exciting as they used to be. And they haven't had a big hit IP like that. Yeah. Fable exists still, but I mean, Lionhead doesn't exist. No. I don't know if maybe somebody else got tasked with that. It's like, and currently they have a ton of studios, I presume, working on IPs that hopefully one of them's real good. Hopefully all of them are good, but you know, Microsoft's kind of been struggling and that's the I think that's why it's probably the most sincere coming from them though is because they're not they see how hard it is like Google who kind of doesn't seem to care much and they're making their own dev studio like yeah I, I don't know it's like the game games industry is hard yeah it is so if you're like not super passionate about the thing and like wholeheartedly investing money and like having dedicated teams behind it you might not end up anywhere yeah yeah you got to have some some power behind it nowadays you can't just launch something and expect everybody to develop for your platform if all it's going to be is just uh, uh stuff that's on other platforms like there has to be some sort of incentive to make it work for your platform i think I mean, that's why, like, all Nintendo platforms sell as well as they do. They just have the strongest IPs. Yeah. Like, they have a lot of IPs, and they have a lot of really good IPs. And that's why, for the longest time, I'm sure they didn't have a lot of support for third-party stuff, because it's like, why? Who cares about the third-party stuff? You just buy Mario and Zelda? <laughs> I mean, if you're buying a Switch, that's what you're buying it for. Yeah. To play Zelda and Mario games. Like, yeah, you're- exactly. So it's like, why support third-party stuff? But I mean, obviously it's different this time around with the Switch, but it seems like in the past a lot of people complained about like the lack of multi-platform stuff coming to Switch, but it's like, it, who cares? <laughs> I mean, right now it's like they got to be getting a lot of bankroll off all those indie titles. Oh, yeah. Because that's like, they're getting so many indie titles on there, and indie titles are selling well on there. Like, yeah. uh, I didn't mention this earlier, and I probably should have, but uh, that... Uh, katana zero is like it's already sold a hundred thousand units like not across all platforms i'm guessing but that means it's made its money and they're working on some free dlc for it so yeah like once again just indie games are doing well kind of across the board so if you have more of those coming to your platform and i i get i'm playing katana zero on switch so it's like i was one of those sales (laughs) Um, you were one of them I also bought Cuphead on Switch, but I haven't played it yet. This is my third yeah. third purchase of it. God. 20 bucks. Yeah, I remember last, wasn't it last episode that we recorded where you're like, I'm excited to buy it and not play it. Buy it and actually play it this time is what I said. And I'm, I need to actually play it this time. Because, uh, I mean, I've pl- I've beat the first world, like the full whole first like set of levels, like on both PC and Xbox. I like the game. It's just never. It's just not on a platform I, I'm on a lot. Yeah. Until now, so. 
so now you get to, to play it. But <laughs> I, I'm just once again, indie stuff is making it's bankrolling Nintendo a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dragon Age Four is reportedly influenced by a canceled Dragon Age project. So uh, the fourth entry of Bioware's Dragon Age series uh, reportedly rebooted in 2017, and it is apparently influenced by a canceled Dragon Age project that they had been working on since 2015. So that's I don't. It's weird. <laughs> it's a lot of Dragon Age getting rebooted over and over again. Yeah. It's reboot development. It's in development hell, that's for sure. Hopefully, um, something good comes of it before EA just pulls a plug on Bioware. I think that game will end up good, and I only say that because Anthem was such a blunder, and then they received such harsh harsh criticism on that. Like, yeah, uh, Jason Trier's like thing and his article drawing attention to. I mean, those work weeks being like how just crunch can ruin things. And I mean, I know they talked about in that article as well as just we've, I think, even talked about it. But that like Bioware magic that they always like were just like all the like by the essentially the quote unquote Bioware proper will just like make it work in the end. Like and we'll get lucky. (laughs) And and it's like it had been like crunch had been working for them up until that point because of the. uh, Yeah. Essentially, the it was development hell for the last Dragon Age, like Inquisition, and it's like a lot of people internally thought Inquisition was going to end up real bad, and that people love that game. So it's unfortunately, and I think that's kind of what the article like was about too. A little bit of that of that that's where some of that Bioware magic like myth kind of came into be and. That, oh, it'll just turn out all right at the end. And, like, despite being, like, these hell development cycles and then that game selling well and all that stuff, it kind of sent a wrong idea to the publishers. Yeah. To just be like, oh, this is just how things always are. They're always development hell. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. And especially when when you're a company making a ton of money, especially, like, uh, bringing up Epic again with their 70-hour work weeks, it's like, why... You have the money, hire more people so that your employees can work less hours. See, and I don't fully know if it was development hell situation, but I know uh, God of War 4, um, that was another game that a lot of the people who worked on it thought it was crap. Like, because <laughs> that game was developed in a really weird manner, and yeah. so they only were seeing, like, these weird sections and, like, parts of it and not the whole. Huh. So it was kind of like, yeah, we thought we like ruined God of War and then like it got kind of just assembled and everybody liked it, but I don't know if like crunch was really involved in that. I assume there definitely was some crunch for sure, but it's just a case of like sometimes people think their game's trash and then it's good. Yeah. And like sometimes they think it's good and it's not. Yeah, but <laughs> But crunch is bad either way. Yeah. Hey, so do you remember? Obviously, you're not an Xbox person, but do you remember the Super Bounce from Halo 2? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so apparently, there's something similar to that in Apex. Um, apparently, if you punch like a supply bin a bunch and then like jump on it and open it, it flings you across the map like the same way that a Super Bounce would in Halo 2. Is it intentionally a reference to the Super Bounce? No, it's a bug. It's a it's, it's a glitch. 
it's just that that's what it reminds me of being a halo person but yeah you punch the lid of an open supply bin it'll store the knockback power and hurdle you into the air when you jump on it that was pretty funny so yeah I've been seeing people just launch themselves across the map with it it's hilarious hey if you gotta get somewhere quick <laughs> and the fact that there's no fall damage in this game too so I mean did that in Halo 2 if you didn't land just right you would just die <laughs> let's see what else we got here oh yeah Capcom <laughs> Capcom do you want to play arcade games on a giant Capcom logo no because that's what you can do it's it's an arcade it's like it's like those old like things where you you buy like an arcade thing and plug it into your tv and it has like a bunch of games on it it's like that but it's in the shape of a capcom and logo. isn't it like two and a half feet yeah it's it's huge yeah it's big because it's like two it's, it's two big things. but also like not far enough apart for it to be comfortable for two people to play and it's just the pre-installed game, so it's not like a normal arcade stick. 16 games, yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's weird. Video games are weird. It's a dumb novelty. I think it's funny. Yeah, it's definitely funny, that's for sure. And I'm sure it's going to sell out because of the novelty aspect. I'll be honest, when I saw the, like, trailer thing for this, like, the little, like, when it just showed the Capcom logo with, like, yeah. the arcade stick You thing. thought that was just kind of, like, the logo that would pop up on the screen? When yeah, I thought it was just, like, a graphic for And not the actual device? Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it comes with 1944, The Loopmaster, Alien vs. Predator, Armored Warriors, Capcom Sports Club, Captain Commando, Cyberbots, Full Metal Madness, Darkstalkers, The Night Warriors, Eco Fighters, Final Fight, Ghosts and Ghouls, Giga Wing, Mega Man, The Power Battle, Pro Gear... Street Fighter 2, Hyper Fighting, Strider, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. I'm glad I don't really care about any of these. <laughs> yeah, uh, it goes on sale on October 25th. It's weird. It's a funny, like, this would make a perfect gag gift to oh, like, yeah. give somebody. If it's like, at the right price, too. Yeah, I mean, or, you know, if you got a real big Capcom fan, like, it'd yeah, be something a fun, to put on a shelf. dumb thing to get them. Um... Right, uh, so obviously everyone by now knows about the fact that Notre Dame was on fire. Uh, so Ubisoft pledged $500,000 to help the rebuilding efforts. And on top of that, they made um, Unity. Unity free on PC so people could download it and play it if they want to see the inside of the Notre Dame since they... Spent a lot of time on the detail of that building in it's the game. It's a one-to-one replica in the game. Yeah. yeah, and they did a good job with that. So, I mean, also, like, the fact that... Um, I mean, there were 3D scans done to that before they started kind of their um, renovation project anyway. But in addition to that, like, Unity will be kind of one of the other sources of um, details for helping to rebuild it, so... And I pledged a lot of money, and I mean, they're a, they're a French studio, so this yeah. is... I, I know some people were giving them flack about especially making the game free, trying to be, like, essentially, like, they're trying to, like, profit off this, and it's like, no, they just really care <laughs> about, like... And how are they profiting if they made the game free? <laughs> it's, I mean, I guess profiting in the sense of, like... Publicity. Yeah, the publicity thing, well, but yeah, I was well, like... Well, yeah, people should be mad at the but French billionaire that pledged $100 million. And they're, I mean, but 
even on top of that, they're a French studio. Like, of yeah. course they care about their, like, yeah. that's part of their culture. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Uh, I don't know. The kind of the bright side of it, though, is it did bring light to, I guess there was some, like, three historic black churches in the southern U.S. that were burned down by a racist arsonist. Um, and so people were like, why aren't these guys getting any money donated to them? And and because of that, and they got money. Don't they, they got don't money. They got several million dollars donated to help rebuild those. Nice. So that, I mean, they just didn't get attention. That's all. Yes, they got the attention now, so they got some money. I guess. So I guess it worked out in some way. I mean, I kind of think of that with that fire festival. Uh, yeah. How, oh my god. How there was that one lady who was like, I basically lost everything, and like, got nothing back yeah. from trying to help this situation and then like after people saw the documentary they donated like tons of money to her yeah uh this one was i mean it's not this isn't really even a news article i just saw it it's basically just like um kotaku where they they just post an affiliate link to go buy something so they can make some money off of it and uh but it was like a it was a 200 gigabyte micro sd card sandisk ultra brand for 25 dollars like that's like insane like how cheap. cheap stuff is getting and just the other day on slick deals i saw a one terabyte m2 nand flash ssd for like under 100 bucks yeah it's getting crazy i almost bought a 10 terabyte external for 150 god it's fucking insane how crazy i mean and i mean looking at the prices of like ssds now and the increasing capacity like man that stuff is gonna kill traditional hard drives pretty soon yeah with that like the way price points are getting like the fact that i could buy a one terabyte ssd like and not only that but like not even a sata 3 one but one that you plug in directly to like your pci express area that you would have for an ssd if you have a newer computer that supports that and it being like the same price as like a one terabyte hard drive i don't know maybe four or so years ago that's crazy because i remember buying one terabyte drives for like for about a hundred dollars when they were on sale and it's getting real cheap i just wish ram would get cheaper (laughs) ram's getting expensive still yeah i don't know it wasn't a news thing i just wanted to bring that up because i I saw that and it kind of blew my mind because i was i mean not too long ago i maybe spent 30 or 40 dollars on like a 128 gig at micro sd Let's see. We mentioned Nintendo Switch in China already. Did you see that Nickelodeon uh, released official SpongeBob meme figures? Yeah. I kind of want them, but they're like 20-something bucks each. They're smart. This is a that was smart a, thing to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so they had like two of the sexy Squidwards. Uh, they have the Surprise Patrick, SpongeBob with the Imagination. Uh, they have Caveman SpongeBob, and then like the... I don't know what that one's called. The one where it's like, well, she said, ooh, ooh, like that one. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they call that one. The I mocking SpongeBob. I don't know either. Yeah. I, it's funny. I just know I wanted that Squidward. The, the Squidward. I wanted the the SpongeBob, especially the caveman one. But I don't know. I, I, usually, don't, I usually don't buy that stuff. That's, that's the Marcus thing. Um... Yeah, Nintendo Switch Online surpasses 9.8 million subscribers. It's huge. Wasn't it like 2 million have tried uh, Tetris 99? 
Yeah, I think something like that. Um, anyway, that's a lot of subscribers. But that is. Yeah. Oh wait. Here we go. Uh, Tetris ninety nine has been played by two point eight million of them. Uh, so even more than what you said. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Nintendo slowly working their way into a viable online ecosystem. <laughs> um, Riot files motions to block current employees from taking legal action. Uh, so months after five current and former employees filed lawsuits last fall and earlier this year, alleging gender discrimination against League of Legends publisher Riot Games, Riot yesterday made motions to force two of those women into private arbitration, which would prevent them from taking legal action. So that's kind of shitty. So the shitty news story of the week. Yeah. I mean, it's I can't, I can't even call it lawsuits of the week because it's not a new it's lawsuit. Just bad business. Yeah. Um, and then this is the last one I had on the list, actually. Uh, Epic removed a popular Fortnite mechanic because it made people pay less. This is so they can make more money to pass it on to the devs. <laughs> I like that. That's a good spin. You should be you should be uh, their PR team. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't. Did you have any other news, Dad? Because that's all I have this week. No, I mean anything I added, I kind of sprinkled in already. All right. I think we should probably call it then. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you again next time. I just got back from the future.